Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Things I Know show. My name is Juan Cárdenas, and I am your host. On this show, we bring the community together one story at a time. Uh, we go ahead and let's cut through the chase. It's been two months since I did the last episode of The Joy of Cooking, and the name of this episode is called The Pain of Cooking because we are going to be discussing some fun, fun things. If you've ever read Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain, uh, you will find that there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes in a kitchen that most people don't know. After two months in the trenches, let me tell you, it is a love, a passion, uh, how should I say it? The people who are in kitchens do it because they love cooking, okay? Let's just, doesn't matter what kitchen they are in. Let me tell you, working in the kitchen, it is not easy. It is not easy. It hasn't been easy And the reason I call this episode the pain of cooking, it is because you discover pain in different ways. It's mental, physical, emotional, different levels of pain that you will experience. But ultimately, it is still fun if you if you have that. If you have that um, that drive, that love for cooking, um, that mindset to kind of push through it, it, it is it is one of the most enjoyable things to be able to send out a dish and get feedback from the servers telling you, you know what, that person just loved your food. They they couldn't stop talking about how delicious it was that in its in itself is a great thing for a for for a cook to be able to hear how delicious the food was because it is 90% preparation and 10% execution in the kitchen 90% of the time all we are doing is preparing for those one or two hours of busy 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 cooking the rest of the time all we're doing is preparing the sauces Uh, we are a scratch kitchen Uh, so obviously uh, the differences in the different kitchen styles that you'll experience across the across the you know everywhere that you cook Um, a scratch kitchen is one that kind of tries to do everything from scratch, meaning the sauces, the um, the, the as even as as far as trying to cut the meats and prepare the the the, the foods themselves from um, from like a tenderloin to a filet mignon, that kind of thing. We try to do as much as we can in house, and. Um, we are a mostly scratch kitchen, I would say now, just because of things that have happened, um, best practices, 
things of um, making sure that obviously food cost is is remains at a at a at a decent level, considering we are not able to charge as much because we're not in a coastal town. Um, we're more of an inland kind of town, so most people are not expecting to pay as much as when they go to one of the coastal restaurants. I would say um, the difference in in pricing for the same food is is great is 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 huge so the amount of profits that we could make if our restaurant was in one of the coastal communities would be ridiculous we would make so much money but because we're inside uh of town actually we are about i would say 10 miles inland from the coast it makes a huge difference obviously uh, location 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 but within town we are one of the best restaurants in town there's two that the uh, owner uh, operates in town both are very successful and uh, even during these COVID-19 times uh, we're still doing really really well as far as the community supports um, our restaurants so it's been really really fun to see how much support the town and the community gives us now <clears throat> a quick well not a quick but let's say let's go through an update if you listen to my first episode uh, about the joy of cooking um, I was mentioning how excited it was like I guess day one so naive excited super stoked about working under um, chef and learning from him unfortunately quick update um, two weeks into the process um, the chef was let go so that put me in a situation where now because again, I, I, as I mentioned in the, in the episode, I used to manage the, the, the restaurant for, for the owner, um, front of the house. So that obviously automatically the team in the back, they knew that I was management. Um, so in a way it was, I was learning, I'm new in the kitchen two weeks in and all of a sudden now I have to kind of step in a little bit into a role of trying to help um, run this kitchen because now we don't have a chef. Um, we did an experiment. Uh, the, the owner, obviously he's my friend. We communicated um, with, obviously we, we talk all the time. And um, after the chef was... Uh, no longer with us we decided to see if we can kind of make it work with uh, uh, two of the most seasoned um, cooks in the kitchen and see if we can kind of build them up to kind of get to the point where uh, maybe we can run the kitchen as a three-headed beast right uh, me being the the weakest link per se in the sense of the cooking experience but still, um, obviously, my background is business development. I, I, I was a producer. I actually worked my way from 
customer service all the way to a producer for Sony. So my background is pretty, pretty well versed when it comes to managing and corporation style creating systems, things like this that I that I get paid for uh, by other business owners to help them with. So that's not the, the that was not the issue. The issue is that if you are in a kitchen, uh, the kitchen structure itself, it's very set in stone almost like the the newest person is the the one that gets to help the rest of the the the, the kitchen kind of deal like you're the you're the lowest one on the totem pole so obviously coming in um, even as a management as a previous management myself i made it a point to kind of make sure that everybody knew that i'm there to help um and learn right uh, but again, we were put into a position that, you know, the owner wanted me to stop playing novice, obviously, and then actually start using my skill sets of management and straight uh, start, you know, making sure that I, I look at what we had and see if we can make it work. Anyways, we did try to make it work for about, I would say, three weeks. Unfortunately, the... Um, the situation was not uh, something that was manageable. Um, as for unfortunately, in the kitchen you have a group of people that, like uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, mentioned in his book, uh, you know, everyone's a misfit, right? Everybody is. Uh, it's not really like professional mindset kind of guys, you know, going into a kitchen and. And, um, you know, it's almost like the, the people who are cooking, like I said, the people who are cooking are people who that's either their first job or a job that they've gotten um, from uh, just to start off their career uh, in, in working or uh, this is the only thing that they know how to do, like say, uh, that pays them. So they might as well enjoy, you know, they, they get paid for something that they enjoy doing. Or, you know, it's one of the, the only jobs that they can get um, because it's not easy and they're willing to kind of put their their head down and, and work hard. And and it's it's not really, like, say, how should I compare it? Well, let me compare it to a previous career that I, that, you know, something that I've done, like, like real estate, for example. Real estate, even though you do get a lot of people, that uh, join the real estate profession, most of the real estate professionals are like either, you know, college educated or um, more on the fancy side of, of, of things when it comes to like the whole persona of a realtor is one that is more professional versus a cook, you know, it's mostly Latinos a lot of the times um, and a lot of Latinos are first time immigrants uh, into the United States. That's the one of the jobs that they can get um, coming into the U.S. Um, obviously at our job, uh, most of the, the cooks. Let's see here. 
yeah, most of the, the cooks are Latinos. But uh, at the same time, we do have a lot of, you know, some Caucasian, um, different blends of uh, ethnicities as well. But, you know, it's not their, their priority is not um, the keeping up with the Joneses. It's more of they're, you know, we're just people who, who need who need work and or, or rough around the edges a little bit. You know, obviously the. The other thing I'm going to discuss, obviously, the pain, um, uh, as far as physical pain, the it's hard work. It's not something that it's for the faint of heart. So most of the time, the people who are actually able to endure this kind of work are more of the rough around the edges kind of people. Anyways, this is all to say that we did have uh, two cooks uh, that were trying uh, to make it work as a chef or as leading the kitchen and unfortunately with me as the third wheel like say uh directing or trying to help um it wasn't working because again it's a rank system so um even though i was trying to help them um whenever something had to be addressed all of a sudden it was like the lowest ranking guy in the kitchen now telling the older guy in the kitchen what needed to be done and that that wasn't flying with them whether it's because you know whatever the reason mentally they were not we were not in a position to work together in that sense so when the owner asked what should we do next because again this is something that is very important obviously in order for us to run the business we need to make sure that we do have the right people in the right positions and everyone working together i said you know what let's try to see if we can find uh, a chef that somebody that you know has more experience obviously somebody that can you know come in and help us out leading the kitchen so that way the rest of the staff is able to just uh you know be okay with with the leadership that it has, right? In the meantime, though, I'm just grinding. I'm actually learning all the recipes. I'm actually showing um, them with my actions that I'm freaking in it to win it, right? I'm in there. I'm cooking. I'm preparing things. I am doing everything that I can to kind of show, you know, hopefully earn, you know, respect from the staff, from the kitchen, uh, that I know what I'm doing, at least when it comes to once I learn something, I can do it, I can repeat it. I'm really good at the, you know, following recipes and making sure that things have a good flavor, they taste well, you know, all the little basic things of being a cook, I have those things ingrained in me just from my love of cooking. So at that passion of cooking with my professional background it makes it super easy for me to kind of take a leadership role so that's not a problem but uh, for me the thing is stepping back a little bit and realizing that the rest of the staff needs to feel comfortable with us as a team as a leader as a part of the team right showing them that I know that I know what I'm doing as well not just coming in there burning everything and then bouncing and then still pretending that you know everything's cool no you got to go in there and you still have to show that you know how to cook you know how to cut things you know how to do things the right way you know how to time um, things you know how to 
and make sure that each of the ingredients are applied correctly into the different steps in a different in, in the different ways that um, are necessary obviously the time in the kitchen is important i think that in the last three uh, two and a half months i don't uh, august 27th was when i created the first step episode of cooking and today we're on november 7th so it's been that long over over two months now that i've been pretty much open to close is my schedule pretty much mainly from 9 a.m until 9 30 10 p.m that's my that's how I, that's how long i'm in the kitchen uh, and and the whole time i'm cooking I am just doing something, helping, doing something to kind of make sure that the, 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 the ship keeps moving. Because again, going back to the story, chef was let go. Then we tried to see if the other two uh, cooks were able to help. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't doing uh, what we wanted it to do uh, with uh, the right mindset, at least the positivity, the everything that needed to happen we did interview a few other uh, people it is not easy and on top of that we are in a town in a small town like i mentioned in the previous um, episode it's not a profession where you're going to make a lot of money a lot of unfortunately and and because i already mentioned earlier if you are in a coastal or if you know if you are part of a like a corporation style of restaurant yes you may make more money um to start or at least the perception of more money um is is there but in a small town small business uh family-owned business um the the base salary the base uh salary for a chef is or the top salary i would say i would you know let's just be realistic about it the 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 pay for a chef is not going to be high number one that's that's going to be it's going to be a tough thing to to um, justify to your family i would say if you worked in a previous place where either you were paying you were getting paid the same and doing less um your role was not you know executive chef or or the le- the head of the kitchen um and yes you could probably get paid more doing the same thing for a corporate restaurant so that is the ever never ending struggle when it comes to trying to hire staff for a restaurant that is it is successful but at the same time it's in a small town and the the salary is um has to kind of match it has to fit within the books obviously we can't pay somebody you know the seventy five thousand dollars a year that they want and we're not a uh you know in a, in a michelin restaurant you know we're in a in a family restaurant we're in a small town and uh, unfortunately that's not going to happen so we interview a lot of people with you know really nice credentials a lot of people coming out of culinary schools or or went to culinary schools and of course they have that debt that they're trying to pay off or um you know they've been in the kitchen for you know 10 plus years 
and uh, of course by now they they've they worked their way up to maybe making 50 60,000 um, a year and they want to kind of have that same kind of pay and or less work or they just want to come in and do less work uh, than there that it is expected of a, of a kitchen and uh, yeah we went through a lot of different interview different people and uh, we finally narrowed it down to a few and uh, unfortunately once they went through the kitchen and started trying to figuring out what they needed to do some of them changed their mind and then they they said hey you know what if you give me more money then maybe I'll do it and um, obviously that was there's you really can't squeeze more out of a small business like that so that it, it wasn't able to work and then um, well finally we were able to uh, I would say two three weeks three weeks ago we were able to hire uh, a person that was coming from a, a corporate style of restaurants and um, more of a coastal kind of restaurant as well uh, in their in their past uh, career and super positive super energetic uh, very young um, uh, chef that we were excited to uh, come to an agreement with as far as uh, their, their salary and um, three weeks in unfortunately he is no longer with us um, I'm not sure um, what happened but again it was one of those things where every other weekend I actually have to take off to be with my children so that's one of the that's the only thing I told the owner of the restaurant look at the moment I know that we're going through some tough times some crazy times I'll be in the kitchen from open to close if needed on the weekends and holidays everything whatever doesn't matter but every other weekend I need to be with my children because I'm a single dad so uh, every other weekend I have my children so I want to make sure that I'm spending time with them at least until they no longer want to spend time with me which is you know something that's going to happen they're going to grow my son is 17 my daughter's 14 um you know there's only a few more years left in the in the sense of them having to be able to come to my house to you know chill with dad for the weekend kind of deal i understand that and and, and so that's why it's very important for me to have every other weekend off well the very first week that the chef was in the restaurant it was my first that was my first weekend off so i wasn't there so obviously there's there's a lot of work that that needed to be done so he was he was there with the current staff obviously super positive i really like i mentioned before it was nice to have somebody with a very positive demeanor um but very quickly Unfortunately, he started to realize that, yeah, there's a lot of work uh, that needed to be done as far as the organization, creating systems. Um, obviously, everybody looks to the chef when it comes to decisions about dishes and things like that. And um, ultimately, obviously, because it's coming, a lot, of the, a lot of the things that I had already mentioned to a lot of the cooks, um, he was able to give them the same feedback but because it's coming from obviously a chef um, the cooks were able to actually 
embrace that feedback. So again, it's been now a month and a half or so that I'm in the kitchen. Um, you know, I'm already winning over a few of the of the staff when it comes to like them learning and them seeing that I actually know what the heck I'm doing. Um, but my, again, my goal is not to lead the kitchen. My goal is to kind of be part of the team. So, but, but because again, the way that things are going, people are asking me a lot, Hey, you know, what should we do here? What should we do there? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I'm giving him my feedback, but now we have a chef. So a chef is able to kind of help us, you know, draw the lines more clearly, shall we say. Um, anyways, first week, um, he was there, super energetic. Second week, now I'm there full the full the full the full time. So I'm there um, uh, Wednesday through Sunday. So I'm able to help him in the weekend. We have some events going. I'm preparing for the events. So that's the other thing, is that we do have a catering um, company. I would say, yeah, catering, a catering, the catering side of the restaurants that um that is starting to pick up as well so i'm taking the charge of at least of that 100 percent, where i'm actually making sure that all the dishes for the catering are being completed uh everything is being ordered everything is being made and everything is being delivered on time so i'm taking lead of that helping with that while the chef is uh helping with the kitchen um, the owner at the same time, we're having a meeting every Tuesday. That's something that I implemented. So that way we can have a, uh, conversations every Tuesday uh, about the state of the the house. All these things are going on and um, I am excited about the possibilities. Uh, third week, which is this last week, uh, comes and it's my, again, it's my weekend without the kids um, there's a few things, obviously, is the, and it's the first time, first paycheck for the new chef, first, um, first week, and unfortunately, I guess, it's just, with the amount of work and everything's going on, I don't know what happened, but from Friday when I left, till Tuesday when we had the meeting, there is no longer a chef. And I'm just like, what is going on here, right? So that's where we're at, people. Two months, over two months in the kitchen from day one till now. Now it is one of the cooks and myself in charge of this kitchen. And I mean... What can I say? I'm, I love it. I love the opportunity. I'm really good at what I do. But at the same time, let me tell you, there is a lot of craziness going on from the pain. Like my bones are freaking hurting left and right. So I'm, I'm not like the, the top, the lead cook in my kitchen at the moment is he's 24. I'm 44. I just turned 44. I am 20 years older than him. And I have to keep up. I have to, you know, be energetic. Um, you know, I have to be 
And but when I get home, um, and then I start relaxing. I know obviously every time I come home, I take a shower. I smell like food, right? Not and it's not bad, you know. It's not it's not like I work in a place where the food that we make is like super greasy or like you know like that kind of stuff. No, it's it's good. I smell good, right? I smell delicious actually. But I obviously don't want to be coming home and the you know especially the way I am. I don't like um, walking around my house after work without having to take it having taken a shower first. So that's the first thing I do. But once your body relaxes, the adrenaline of the day is done. Let me tell you, if you have any muscles in your body that you have not used and you've been standing around working, I mean, and this is not standing around, just standing around. This is actually you walking, cutting, chopping, lifting pots and pans, moving, cleaning, I mean, everything that you can think of to kind of get the kitchen up and running and then service and then cleaning and then going home and then all these different things. Yeah. So I found out that the way I stand, I needed to adjust the way I stand because I think I need to either go to a chiropractor so they can align me because I think I'm not aligned. My hip hurts like crazy um like at least the right hip was is is in pain so stretching is a new thing that i mean i've always tried to stretch but this is kind of stretching that i have to do every day now to be able to kind of make sure that i'm limber and flexible enough to kind of go through the days um obviously my hands um nicks nick little nicks and cuts and then of course uh Every, you know, like the frying oil, you know, little splashes when you're cooking, handling pans, you know, when you're putting your hands in the oven and it's a 500 degrees and you accidentally touch the, the, the lid of the whatever. I think I've burned myself more in two and a half months than I've burned myself or nicked myself or cut myself. Um, little, 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 little things like it's not even cut. Like there's, I've seen some cuts, right? I've seen people cut themselves like, Ooh, I'm talking about like my knives are so sharp that if you accidentally nick yourself a little bit, you, you, you'll know you cut yourself. Um, and, and of course, obviously all the safety measures, are in place, we have mandates, we have gloves, we obviously all these things need, you know, that's not, um, uh, all the safety precautions are there when it comes to that. But what I'm saying is that you will burn yourself, you will get splashed with oil, you will get accidentally touch something that is hot because you, like, for example, for myself, I did a stupid thing where uh, I was uh, draining the the frying, the frying machines, the, the frying, um, oil and in the pot where the frying oil goes before we dump it into the, the, the canister, 
Um, obviously, it's the, the pot is cold or the container is cold. But once you, you put hot oil in it, obviously, it's going to heat up. And my dumb self tries to reach, o- reach over to the handle. And I'm like, ah, I don't matter. Well, my reflexes are still young. So that has been helpful. And I was like, man, if if I would have been dumb enough to like actually grab the handle full on, I probably would have left my skin on there because, again, it gets things get hot. You have to be careful, paying attention every single time so that the pain of cooking comes not only mentally, emotionally and physically, um, you know, individually, it doesn't come individually. It is actually all three things at once. So that is my update. As you can, as you can probably imagine from the first update, um, where I was like, Hey, one day in, we just made some sauces. No, Hey guys, two months in and I'm freaking in charge of the kitchen. And on top of that, um, I'm cooking everything on the menu my my um, my staff there is super awesome now. Um, obviously, they still kind of eh, like the fact that I'm I'm um, I'm one of the leaders in the in the in the kitchen. There's a few that resisted, you know. But eventually, it's, I'm like the Borg, you know. Resistance is futile. Uh, we we have been able to kind of win them over by just I'm just there grinding. Um, it's it's tough and it's not gonna be easy. I'm not a chef yet I will be let me tell you that I'm not gonna suffer through all this pain and all this craziness uh, for nothing eventually we will succeed in the goals that we have but we have been propelled ahead of schedule way ahead of schedule in taking charge of the kitchen obviously making the orders I am conducting converse I'm having conversations with vendors making sure that we have the finest quality ingredients. Obviously, uh, watching shows, watching um, things that allow me to grow my skill, taking uh, culinary lessons offline, uh, online, sorry, um, to kind of learn a lot of the, the skills that, that are essential to a, to a kitchen. Um, obviously, getting, you know, making sure the food handlers cards are updated for everyone. Uh, we do have uh, COVID-19 regulations that we have to follow. Uh, we do have uh, so many things that are going on in the kitchen from, from making sure that we have everything. So that means not only the food ingredients, but also the things that people are going to be eating on, uh, the to-go items, the napkins. I do all the ordering for everything. I make sure that my team is well aware that, you know what? It's us now, you know, there is no chef right now when it comes to the, in the sense of the, the person that was supposed to be the leader, unfortunately, um, yeah, abandoned ship. So he abandoned ship. I don't know what the hell happened in my weekend that I was not there, but the bottom line is that missing in action. So we are now responsible for this kitchen. I am super thankful for the opportunity from uh, Fado Tropiano for allowing me to be able to, you know, step in and, you know, help. 
we'll be able to see what happens. I mean, the food is still coming out amazing. We're doing an awesome job. I really, really proud of both uh, the front of the house and the back of the house right now, especially with uh, the situation that, that, that is going on where we are limited in staff. I mean, it's just crazy. I'm super, super happy with everyone that is showing that they do love to cook. They do love to, despite everything that's going on, whenever you go to eat somewhere and and the food is coming out amazing, let me tell you, that plate, those ingredients, those items that are being delivered to you, it was done with love. It was done by somebody that really enjoys what they do. They really, they really are there for you. So it is a full-on customer service experience. It is a the customer service industry. It is a hospitality industry. And let me tell you, in order for us to be able to put a dish out, we go through 90%, like I mentioned, of preparation for that 10% of cooking it, presenting it to you, and then hopefully that you enjoy it. So yeah, it's, it's a, this is the update. This is the, the pain of cooking. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. And this is why it took two months for me to give you an update because I mean, we went from chef to no chef to three headed monster to awesome chef unfortunately not happy so he bounced on us to now we have a new experience a new opportunity and we'll see where we take this you know what i mean it's uh what is it 8 a.m at the moment i'm recording this at 8 a.m november 7th so it's interesting. We have a good opportunity to kind of make things uh, magical and create new dishes and actually present the dishes that we currently have in a, in a way that is still delicious. Uh, we're making that happen. Uh, and yeah, this is where we're at. Two and a half months in and we have a kitchen that we need to make sure that everything tastes delicious. So that's my update. Thanks for listening. This is the Things I Know show, and this is Juan Cardenas, your host. Thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your day.